Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marlowe, and we're just sitting here ready to talk about a lot of sports, a lot of things going on right now, and... uh James, are you uh, are, are, are you ready to start hearing some stuff we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, today, at a half hour, we're going to do our pool for the Super Bowl uh, winner, Chris. So, you know, that's pretty exciting, you know. And also oh, yeah. That, Give a drum roll on that one. And also exciting that they're going to go see my Eagles play. So that's two doubles. Oh, that's right. You get to go to the Super Bowl this year. Nice. That's how you say nice. it. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. <laughs> yeah, go Eagles. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, 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 we'll, we'll definitely be talking about the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl 52 and, and who we believe. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later in, on the show. But, James, okay, I know, I know you are so tired of talking about this man. And, I, and, mm. and, and you know who I'm talking about. I, I don't think I have to say his name, right? He's a father of a couple more basketball why players. You, yeah, why are yep. you bring it up? Well, we got to. So just recently, he was quoted as saying about Steve Kerr. He was saying, coaching is not hard. Look at Steve Kerr. He's the Millie Vanilli of coaching, and coaching is easy. So he, basically by saying that, he thinks that Steve Kerr is overrated. And my question to you is, LeVar Ball, you know, was he being disrespectful with saying this? Let me tell you what's going on with that, Chris. And I kind of caught it when one of the sports announcers say, you know, LeVar Ball's a genius because if you look at it, he hits the news when he wants to and everybody talks about him. That's all he wants. So he brings out all these controversial quotes and we talk about it. So he gets to get his name back in the thing. So every time he says something, we're talking about it. We make him more big of a star than what he is. I mean, all the quotes he's saying, you know, he makes somewhere is always controversial about somebody. And everybody's like, oh, he's talking about this. He don't know about But well, he's a genius. He's a marketing genius. You know, look how we keep talking about him. Look how every day you make a comment. Everybody's talking about him. He ain't even over here. He's over here with you. Wherever that is, and he ain't over here. He's over here with his other son. So, you know, I, I, I'm starting not to be paying no attention. We know how Steve Curry is, and you know, a coach. You know, when he talks about Luke Walton trying to get him fired, when he talks about what his son, he's a marketing genius. And I mean, look at how when Dennis Rodman, when he wore the dress and the makeup and all that, he was marketing himself. Right. Everybody wanted to come see him. So that's all LeVar doing. All he, you know. Like I said, you know, he talks about everybody. We talk about it. It's all over TV, you know. And I see one one people they stop talking about every time they quote. They don't bring him up no more. So it's like when we used to talk about TiVo. You remember TiVo man was in it, so right. Well, but when when he he talks about for for me, it's 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 when when he's very being disrespectful like this, you know, saying something like this. 
especially about Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, we know, you know, he went to the University of Arizona. You know, he, he was, he was a, an incredible player there. Um, he had probably one of the best coaches uh, in, in college when he was there, in Lute Olson. And, you know, then, then he gets this. So it, it's, to me, it, it, it's not good. Then, you know, I, I know you and I were talking the other day about, you know, what's going on in Lithuania where the two young, young, young boys are playing at and, you know, how they're, they're getting tired of, of, of Lavar. Sorry, I said the name. I'm sorry. I put it out there. <clears throat> but apparently they, they moved him from, from, from the stands. He's now an assistant coach. He's sitting on the bench. <laughs> you know? and, and I'm like, how, how did this man, how, how did he do this? No. I don't know. I just, it's just stupid with him, you know. Son not even playing, you know, and you know, worst rookie season ever. But they still pump his son up, you know. So oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. We can talk about something else. We can talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of talking about him because all he do is market himself, making more money for him, you know. Yeah. And he is. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. And for the boys. So. All right. Okay. I'm not going to say we're never going to talk about him again because you know something else is going to come up. And I will, I, it, it's part of my duty to bring it up, you know, just to show how, how foolish this man is, how careless he is. So anyway, let's, let's move on. So the, the, the big news that happened last night came out, you know, people were hearing about it this morning was Alex Smith, quarterback from Kansas City, was traded to the Washington Redskins yesterday. My, my, I, and I, I have a couple questions on this. The first one, do you think this was a good fit? Say that again. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. So Alex Smith yesterday was traded to the Washington Redskins. Okay. Well, the first question is, do you think this is a good fit for Alex Smith to to now be the quarterback for for the Redskins. You know that's that's a, that's a weird thing because if you if you remember that situation, um, Washington for three years had um, franchised him. And if anybody know yeah. about franchise, franchise is when they have a player they don't want to pay him right now, but they still want to keep him, so they franchise him to keep him at, on their team, you know, for one year. Washington did that three years with him. And then so now you go and you trade and you get another quarterback. That means he could go away now. I didn't understand that. If you didn't want him, why y'all didn't let him go, you know? But the thing about that is some of that organization between him and that, um, and Kurt, that's not right because they did not want Kurt. And he did pretty good. And, I just don't understand. Something was wrong with that because Alex Smith is not better than Kirk Cousins. So I don't know what's going on or what, but that was a weird trade that I, I, I didn't understand. You know. Well, what 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 I what I read was they they owed Kirk Cousins twenty eight million dollars. They don't want to pay him twenty eight million dollars, so they would rather let him go, bring another quarterback in, who you know, has, has a decent enough arm 
you know, can run a team. Um, and and, no. and Alex Smith still, he still has, you know, he still has a few years, good years left in him. No, they didn't owe him nothing. If they would have franchised him again, then they would have owed him 28. He's not on the contract. Well, so well, that's they what I said. They, 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 if, if, if they signed him, if they franchised him, and, and they, they didn't want to do it. Yeah, but they paid him 27 last year. That makes no sense. I mean, you keep franchising him, and it goes up a million. I don't understand that. Yeah, they well, it, well, it's it, it's a point now because you know the the idea is is you know Kirk Kirk is going to sign a, a contract with another team, and there, there, there's there's three teams that that keep coming up, you know where he can sign to, you know one's going to be Jacksonville, one's Arizona. And then the last one's Denver. Um, based based on that, I mean, let, let, let's talk about Jacksonville. You know, do you think Jacksonville would would be a good fit for him? Nah, he'd be alright. Arizona, Jacksonville. I mean, even though Bortles was a bum, they still gonna let you know Bortles be, and they're gonna Jacksonville draft somebody to be a little younger. But Arizona have nobody as a veteran or nothing, so. Arizona would take him before any of them. I think it would take before Denver, even though Denver would be a good fit for him. But uh, Arizona would be the best. He'll start there. They'll give him a five-year contract, which is good, you know. So, I mean, it, it worked out really good at Arizona. So, Jacksonville, no. They, I mean, they, they ain't happy with Bortles, but, I mean, he's there, and they're going to bring somebody in just – you know, like a Nick Foles, you know, like uh, Philly did. Right. Right. They so. definitely could do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Jacksonville, yeah, they, the, the thing about Jacksonville is their, their defense isn't going anywhere. They're not, their defense is, is locked in. So they're, they're not going to be doing any trades or anything as far as, you know, having to let somebody go and bring, bring somebody else in. Their offense is another deal. You know, they they will probably be making some trades on their offense. You know, Arizona Arizona is just has just been a mess, and a lot of that has to do with injuries, a lot of injuries that they've had. Um, but if again, if they get the right quarterback, the right fit, they they they, they could be they could do something. You know, they they like a couple of years back they were they were just doing phenomenally well, and then they got injuries so. And Denver, I, 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 I hate to think what would happen. I mean, it'd be great if he came to Denver, but Denver again is going to be making a lot of, you know, they, they, they don't know what they're going to do with any of their receivers. You know, they, they have issues with some of their defense. You know, Denver team is going to be totally different next year. Well, um, yes, but I mean, they're still going to have a good defense, you know. I mean, they were good for this year. They had a couple players that a couple years ago went to um, Jacksonville, Malik Jackson, you know. Right. He was right. one of the good players, you know, and they still had a good defense. They, really, they stayed on the field a lot and tired them out. Yeah. It made them look bad, but, you know, they still was a great defense with that offense. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. All right, but before uh, we take a break, I just want to ask one question. Which quarterback would you want on your team, Smith or Cousins? I'll take Cousins. Why? Because he's a great quarterback. Proving himself with the Washington Redskins, 
you know, he didn't have enough weapons on there. And the receiver, Deshaun Jackson left and all like that. And, you know, running back, they didn't have a running back, but he still, I mean, I mean, he did a good job. He did a really good job. I would have cousins. I would have took cousin over um, Nick Foles, you know, hmm. for the Eagles. That's interesting. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to start talking about Super Bowl 52 and the Eagles and the Patriots and all that fun stuff. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris. I've been here talking to James about... uh, few things that's going on in the, in the news with uh, football, and now we're going to talk Super Bowl 52. You ready, James? Been ready since last week. Yeah, and, and you're going to the Super Bowl. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, that'll be, that'll be exciting and fun for you. But, so, hey, so, so t- tell everybody kind of what, what it's, you know, what the experience is like going to the Super Bowl. You know, for, for somebody that's never gone. Well, I mean, it's different. You got everybody all over the world, you know, down there, real crowded, you know. Uh, a lot of people, famous people walking around, you know. Um, it's the number one sport in the world, so you got a lot of people that's just down there to mingle and to meet a lot of people and talk to them. And, you know, a lot of kids, you know, happy to be down there and, you know, they had different games you could play and all kind of stuff and um players party, you know, get to go to the players party, get all see all the players that playing in the league now and the ones that played before, you know. Um just seeing them with their hats off and their head down, you know, there's different people, you know, it's like you and hang out, drink, have fun, laugh, 
eat, um, taking pictures, you know, just a fun excitement, just to see you back in that atmosphere, you know. Right. You know, I mean, people from 50 different states there, you know, um, everybody hanging out and having a good time. That's how it is. It's exciting to see a crowd of people and, like, no fighting or nothing, you know. Most of you see crowds, you know, clubs, fighting and like that, but everybody's happy. That's true. Now, have you have you heard anything about the weather? Because I've, I've, I've heard something that it's going to be bitter cold out there to this weekend. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I hope you have long johns. Everybody don't worry about the weather. They said that when Detroit had the Super Bowl, I want to say maybe 10 years ago, and it snowed out there. But they still, you know, they had tents up, up and down the streets, you know, where you, you know, you're inside tents and all like that. So I don't think people care about the weather, you know. Weather is no big thing. But everybody's down there to have fun. The game is indoors. So that's no big thing. And mostly when you're indoors, you know, you're indoors with parties or, if you're outdoors, you're just walking, you know, to get to where you got to go. So, the normal day. Yeah, it, it used to be, um, you know, when, when they picked the city the Super Bowl was going to be in, it was always in a, a warm, you know, warm climate area. You know, no, it didn't matter whether they had an indoor or outdoor arena. You know, they, they just did that a lot for the fans and, you know, trying to entice people to come. Now I'm I'm glad that they will have it, you know, in in a colder area. But again, you have to make sure you have a an arena that that that's, that's closed, like uh, like Minnesota has. So that's that'll be good. So, and are we going to hear from you while you're out there? Or? No, we party like it's 1999. <laughs> you and France, <laughs> at least to be in the right state. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's 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 do it, James. Um, Super Bowl Fifty Two: Eagles versus Patriots. Da, 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 da. First question: Do the Eagles have what it takes to upset the Patriots? Anything has what it takes. I mean, the Cleveland Brown had it. If they play, you know what they're supposed to do. I mean, Cleveland Brown was over sixteen, but that's still they can go out there and compete. You know, all it is is, I mean, if you watch every Super Bowl. Whoever make one mistake lose the game, and the number is only one mistake. You know, either at the end of the game or that you know crucial time where you know. So, I mean, you look at all these odds and say, so everybody's an underdog. Nobody's an underdog because you know everybody can play. Whoever comes out don't make that one mistake. But uh, we we know that Philadelphia's defense pretty phenomenal. They've 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 shown themselves the last you know, three weeks in a row, just how impressive their defense is. And and I, I, I'm not sure if Brady and company can, you know, get by that, you know, can get by that defense. Well, man, it's going to be a good game. I mean, it ain't going to be a 50, 40-point game. It'll be in the 20s or maybe 30s. But, you know, Brady's still a good quarterback. he got good offense, you know, good tight end. So, it ain't like they're going to completely stop them. You know, it's the Super Bowl. You know, right. you know, it should be a good game. All of them has been. You know, ain't been no blowout, but, you know, uh, they'll score. Uh, Eagles will score. And, you know, whatever. I keep saying, if you watch the game, 
It'll be that one mistake somebody make, you know, interception or fumble or uh, it's going to decide the game. Yep. Yep. Well, I, I, I've already, I've already been playing my menu of what I'm going to buy for next, for Sunday and, and kind of plan it out for quarters. And, uh, yeah, I'll be there watch, watching the Super Bowl. You know, trying to, trying to find you in the stands. And I know you won't be anywhere in the stands, but <laughs> anywhere can see, but it's all right. Oh. Oh, I might run on the field butt naked. Shit, I don't know. There you go. Well, then I'll be watching. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know if you heard, but Chris Long, you know, defensive defensive end for the Eagles. Um, sometimes you got to be careful what you say because uh, he he's been reunited with his uh, with one of his uh, former uh, coaches, Kim uh, Kim who's now the linebacker coach. And apparently, at the beginning of the season, they were kind of, or during the summer, they were kind of laughing and talking back and forth. And Chris turned around and said to him that if 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 they make it to the Super Bowl and win, he's going to have his uh, that 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 coach's face tattooed on his body. Um, <laughs> I'm like, really? Um, would 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 you have ever done anything like that? Um, I mean, everybody say things like that stupid thing that you don't think is going to happen, you know, and it ended up happening, so now you're stuck with it. I mean, um, Carson Wentz, I remember that one game he was playing, and he had a 63-yard field goal that nobody ever made, and he said if the kicker make it, he'll give him his check. Kicker made it. I mean, and so he had to give him his check, but what he did, the kicker told him to just donate to the charity, but I mean, Carson was a check. What was that? $2 million, something like that? He had to give up his check to him, you know? Stuff mm-hmm. like that is being said, and people don't think, you know. And now it's like, whoa. But, you know, if they come through with it, that's all right, you know? Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. But, you know, it's... it's again, you got, you have to be careful what, what you say because, yeah, it's going to come back to bite you, and you know, eventually if you could. So... Um, well, we'll see what happens. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Um, I've been, you know, doing some reading on Nick Foles, and he he's been kind of zen. You know, he's been very at peace with everything going to the Super Bowl, and you know, taking everything in stride, and just like, hey, you know, this is this is this is cool, and you know, it's it's. It's it's kind of an interesting role for him to be in, you know, because normally, uh, you know, going to the Super Bowl for the first time, you know, especially for a, a backup quarterback like he like he's been, you know, people would be pretty anxious. But it, it's it's like things have turned around for him, and that I, I think that that's a good thing, don't you? Well, he's a second string quarterback. Nobody expects him to win. Look when he came in; they didn't expect him to win a game. They expect they would be where he's at. So basically, he got no pressure on him because they don't expect him to win. So he like this. If he lose, hell, that's what everybody expected. So it ain't no big thing, you know. It's not mm-hmm. like Carson Wentz was there. Carson Wentz would expect them to win, you know. But all the pressure been on Carson to win. So I mean, he's in a good spot, you know. He just relax and hey, whatever happened, we lose. Hey, I got us here at least, so he's happy. So yeah. So, so there, there's there's rumors though 
that uh, Brady and Belichick uh, with the with the Patriots may not be to, you know this, this may be their last game together. You know, from everything people say, and of course, correct. You know, Robert Kraft is saying, "Oh no, no, the owner of the team, he says he's going to keep them together." But you know, there's there's been a lot of talk about it. You know, do, do you think they're gonna they're gonna keep them together, or do you think that something something's gonna happen in the off season? That's all up to Belichick. Brady will be back. You know, it's up to Belichick. I don't see why will he go anywhere until they lose. Then you know, but you know, everybody talking about they got a little rift going on. That's that's TV talking. You know, you don't know what's going on, but I mean, Belichick in the best position he ever could be in. You know, I just keep that till I'm losing. I feel like you know. So you know, we'll see. You know, they got the offensive coordinator Daniel. He's gonna be gone. So that's gonna be right. a big part of their coaching staff. So uh, you know, it's all talk. You know, we'll see. This all season start back up. Everybody happy. You know, money talk. So it does. You know, but also apparently uh, Brady's wife has really been on him lately to to retire. You know, she's wanting mm-hmm. you know them mm-hmm. to be a family and him to be home more and do more. You know, and and she's afraid of of him getting injured and so forth. And she's been putting the pressure on him to retire. So you know that she comes into good. play too. That ain't not. She sit her ass down and be a wife. She ain't pressured that man. He bring that money home. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. All right. You know what? We're going to take a break. When we come back, um, we will announce the winner, and then I'm going to have you make a prediction for the final score for the Super Bowl. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play by play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Sports. 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris. And it's the it's time. We've been talking about this for quite a few weeks now. And James, are you ready to draw the the winning name of the person that gets to go to the Super Bowl? Ready, steady. All uh, right. First, Chris, I want to thank everybody out there that brought a ticket and uh, contribute to loving tomorrow's kids to help our kids um, help them get a better. Education, better life, better stuff with clothes, you know, special programs we have. I'd like to thank all the ladies that put this together, Q, Sam, Bam, and Kaya. I'd like to thank everybody that, you know, went out there and Q Man was out there hollering Eagles, E A G L E S. And, you know, um, just just everybody put the time in and helping Love Me Tomorrow Kid, Chris. So, stick my hand in here. Okay. All right. The drum roll. Here we go. All right. Ticket number 1442, Sierra Crawford from Buffalo, Indiana. Chris, there we go. Wow. Sierra, nice. Buffalo. Congratulations. I hope, I hope there ain't no Indianapolis fans. Indy fan, nice. But, hey, you know, just going to the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter who's playing. It's going to be a great time no matter what. So, so yep. Sierra, congratulations. We'll reach out to you. We'll get everything set up. You have a great time, and uh, we'll have you on the show. Uh, is it next week we're going to have her on the show or the week after? Uh, probably the week after. That's Super Bowl, Seattle Spirits work. Okay, yeah, have her on. Have her talk about her experience. And uh, just think next year, other people out there listening, you too could probably win the, win the package of the Super Bowl. So, Keep up, keep in mind, and uh, listen up for when we have these things going on. So, congratulations, and congratulations to Loving Tomorrow's Kids. It's a good organization you have going on there, James. Thank you. Okay, so before we move on, I would like to know your predictions for the Super Bowl Fifty Two. You know, first of all, I I, I know you're saying the Eagles are going to win. What what, what do you think the outcome is going to be score wise? Mm, let's say something like 35, 27, something like that. I mean, it's going to be, yeah, being a yeah, 20 I, 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 I think I think that's, that's, a, that's a good score. That's a good good outcome. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that's that's actually quite a bit of scoring. But uh, they they can do it. They will do it. So. All right. Uh, anyway, Good luck. Good luck this weekend, Eagles. Good luck, Patriots. But sorry, sorry, Brady. It's time for you to go down. <laughs> oh. Okay, James. The other other big news that's been going on, you know, the last, I think, couple weeks has to do with Michigan State and Larry Nassar and the scandal that, that's come out. So Larry Nassar, um, he was the team doctor for the, the, the girls' um, Olympic gymnastics team. Um, he's also um, 
you know, he, he's associated. He's a, uh, he's, he's, uh, uh, I can't remember his exact title, but, um, he, he's also a staff member for Michigan state and he, um, was the team doctor for the, the gymnastics team for Michigan state, the women's rowing team. Um, there's quite a few, uh, different ones that he was associated with over the years. And what came out was he had all these women that started accusing him of sexually assaulting them. Uh, there was a gal, as a matter of fact, back in 2014 that came forward and, uh, she she said that uh, you know she was saying that what would happen is you know he would give them a physical, and during the physical you know he would fondle them, you know in the female female areas, and which you know was was very inappropriate for touching them in those places. He he would try to make excuses to say oh I needed to touch you there I needed to touch you, you know in this other area, just just to to try to get around it. Um, this one girl complained to the school about it. Uh, Michigan State, you know, they 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 looked into it. Um, they they had all these papers that were, you know, back and forth about it, and they basically found no evidence of of misconduct. Well, this gal that came forward back in 2014, she came forward again uh, recently. Well. I guess in the last year. And then you started hearing from a lot of girls from the USA gymnastics team who started saying that, you know, yes, he, he did the same thing to me. And then other, other students, female student athletes from Michigan state, they started coming forward. Um, at one point, I think there was like a hundred and hundred and some females that had, had come forward and there's still, from what I, I've heard, um, anywhere from 57 to 60 more victims out there um, who, 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 who we haven't heard from. And, and you know that there's got to be a bunch of other victims, you know, that, that, that haven't even talked about it. So from, from all this, you know, there's been a lot of fallout. You know, the president of the university uh, basically stepped down. The athletic director stepped down. Um, they're now pointing fingers at both um, the, the men's basketball and, and, and football team, um, saying that there was a lot of sexual misconduct from players um, towards the, the women athletes. <clears throat> um, that 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 you know, the, the coaches had found out about, but the, the coaches had you know turned the other cheek and you know basically said that that was not my, you know, my, my player never would do that. Um, it's, it's, it's a huge mess. It's, it's going to cause uh, similar to things that happened at Penn state, you know, Penn state saw a sizable drop, you know, in, in, in student applications after the Jerry Sandusky scandal, you know, and to me, I mean, the same thing is going to happen at Michigan state. Um, Wow, I'm, this this thing is just is crazy, but um, you know my 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 question I guess to my question to you is you know how 
not, not, not necessarily just, just this, this doctor doing this, but, you know, players or whatever having, having this happen to, and, 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 and people coming forward and making complaints about it and then things getting covered up. How often does this happen, do you think? Well, I mean, it happens a lot because, I mean, you got to look at it, Chris. Everybody gets to talking and, you know, and everybody says, well, um, one person comes in, it's like a hundred and something. Why are all these people going to come out and talk, you know, before? But, I mean, you look at every case. I mean, look at the Bill Cosby case. Look at the the actor case, the one, the director. Look at, I mean, everybody. One come out, it's a hundred and something. What happens is these people, you get one case, and then they report it. They report to this person, then they try and cover it up because you don't want no scandal. So you let it go. So then you get another case and, and start trickling down. So everybody try to ignore it because you don't want no scandal. Big school like that, a big name like Cosby, women don't want to uh, go against him because of his name, you know, big like the, the director, the uh, movie star director, and and then you got everybody coming out. He did to a hundred some people. And everybody looking like, wow, why is everybody coming out now? I mean, you know, it's, it's covered up by one, popularity, who the person is, and two, you know, um, scandal for a big name school at Michigan State, Penn State. You know, I mean, they still let that guy be a coach, and he's still taking little boys in the shower. I mean, stuff like that. So, I mean, this is our society. This is how society is. You know, you don't want no scandal in your company. You want to keep running because it's a moneymaker. Michigan State Athletic Department made $20 million last year. $20 million to that school. Come on now. You think they want that scandal on them? You know, now that it started, it got out, like they said, you know, uh, it's big now because everything's starting to trickle down like dominoes. So, you know, I mean, and don't get it wrong. It might be at the same thing at other big schools. It just ain't trickled down yet. You know, so once, I mean, once this come out, I mean, look how when that movie started, the actor, what's his name? It came out. Everybody started getting in trouble. Uh, I think Dustin Hoffman, they had a hundred and something on him. I'm like, all these actors, they had all these sexual thoughts on them, you know, and it just trickled down. I watched the other um, campus starting to come out with this, you know, big man campus. I mean, when you have all these different group of people at a, a one area of school, something, something going to happen, you know, and, uh, you know, they're scared to report it, you know. They're not taking these women for granted. They're taking these women for granted, you know. They said, oh, you just, just nasty. you just nasty, but I got, um, Joe, Joe Studd over here that's going to make us $20 million, so, well, we gotta let little Nancy get out of here, you know. Just tell her, oh, we'll take care of it. I think they said one kid at Michigan State did something. They made him go and apologize to his parents and threw it under the rug. So, I mean, it happens. Big school, a lot of money. Just went down, and it's gonna be bad for them because um, they they gonna start making a point with all this that's going on with the sexual harassment and sexual assault stuff. You know, they're making a point. They made it with uh, women reporters in locker rooms. You know, they said they could be in there with a man getting changed and they can't make a comment towards them. So they're not playing around with this stuff, but, you know. Well, apparently the the, the, the part of the thing is it, it, it's the environment. 
you know, of, of the school and the cover-ups. And um, apparently in, in the last two years, there's been 37 complaints of sexual assault against male student-athletes. You know, that, that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit, from, you know, in just in two years. Yeah, well, that's a lot. I mean, I mean, they did crack down. You know, and, and the NCAA is, is trying to keep their hands clean from the whole thing, you know, because they, you know, they, they, they want to take whatever, whatever people want to put on them and push it back towards Michigan State. Um, I'm not sure if, if NCAA can, can stay out of it. I think NCAA is, is culpable too because of, you know, they, it, it is about money. It's about, you know, keep, keeping keeping you know the, the their names out there, and 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 that way the NCAA makes money, the team makes money, or the school makes money. You know, um, they they the, the school itself um, is going to have problems because of their 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 credit rating. You know, it's probably really going to drop. You know, which means they're not going to be able to get much money funding in, and. Uh, <laughs> That, that that's going to hurt the school as a whole. So it's, not only is it going to hurt the athletics, it's going to hurt, you know, the whole university. And, you know, these poor students that that chose to go to Michigan State because they were proud to go there, all of a sudden now, you know, it's it's kind of like Penn State. It's, it's, it's the, the worst, worst place to go to school at, you know, all because of, of, of a few people's, you know, horrible decisions that they've done. So, anyway, well, let's take a break. We come back, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on here, and uh, we will be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk again. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here talking to James about uh, stuff that's going on in the news, and unfortunately, the, the, the bad thing that's going on is what's happening at Michigan State and the fallout from Larry Nassar and what he's been doing. So, um, James, the, the, the one thing that I think that needs to happen, you know, with, with Michigan State, and, and hasn't happened yet, um, has to be that the that the university basically takes accountability for, for for what happened, you know, and and it starts with the board of trustees. I mean, yes, so the president, you know, resigned and athletic director resigned, but there's more that needs to happen. So to me, that as I said, the, the board of trustees, I think each and every one of them needs to resign and make way for new leadership. You know, basically. You know, people that have their hands cleaned from from the Larry Nassar scandal, um, and 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 you know, people that aren't concealing anything, you know, and 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 you know, that don't have anything to do with, unfortunately, the football and basketball programs because the, the, those are very that um, they're in the news. Mm. Apparently, they're very tainted, um, and if the trustees don't do so, then I think the only other way that they can remove them is. I believe the Michigan governor and or um, I think the, the, the legislature can, can remove them. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the only way is they, they have to start fresh and, and show the, the students and everyone out there that they're willing to do that. They're going to do the same thing, Penn State. Well, Penn State, they had that, that coach mess around with little boys, you know. And what happened? Sandusky, yeah. Penn State on for a year. Now Penn State still got their football program, still going to bowl games. So, I mean, what 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 is it? They ain't going to do nothing. We'll put them on one-year restriction of bowl games and and then back to Michigan State being Michigan State. I mean, Penn State back to Penn State being Penn State. I mean, you look at it and you see winning changes everybody. I mean, everybody forget. Nobody remember Penn State now. They ain't talking about that. They already Penn State was almost in the um, the playoff last year, you know. They talk about they winning, you know. Winning forgets everything. So, you know, I mean, Penn State should have been, program should have been taken away. I mean, you know, you had your coaches bringing little boys into the locker room, you know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody knew about president, athletic director, but what, Penn State? Back to being Penn State on TV, you know, everybody forgot about that, you know. So it's going to be one year, and it's going to be back to Michigan, top thing on TV all the time, you know. So it's never going to get corrected because money and winning changes our world. I mean, money changes people, and and winning makes money. (laughs) So... I mean, yeah, I, I, I know you said that. You said that before, as far as you know, when, when it comes to, to to money and and time, and you know, people will forget what has happened, and you know, there's there's some truth to that. Yeah, they'll forget it. It's a big thing now. 
Once they get to whatever happened to them, all then a year later, Michigan be back being Michigan State, you know, and on TV winning and in in the top yeah. four. Uh, it, I, it, it's just so hard to 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 want to fathom this happening, but I, I I think you're right. There's a lot of this happening at other universities, and there's I'm sure there's a lot of team or a lot of schools out there that are, that are cover up, cover up, cover up. You know, they don't want to get found out and what's happened. You know, maybe not to to to, to this this degree where they actually had a staff person, you know, doing this, but you know, other athletes. You know the, the the male athletes doing what they do to the females, or it could be female and female, or male and male, and it could be just about anything. But it's just not, I guess, it's it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. So, what's that? At one school where the two guys um, filmed the girl, and they got ten years for that rape. You know, you forgot about that school, didn't you? You know. I'm sorry, say that again, that what happened? The two football players filmed the girl um, raping and doing all that, and they got 10 oh, years yeah. in Nobody heard about that school no more, have they? No. No. But it's it's unfortunate. So tomorrow night um, on, on ESPN, they're going to have, you know, they, they have that 30, 30, 30 for 30 show. And I think tomorrow night's going to be an interesting show. It's going to show, it, it's going to basically tell how Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells, Parcells, excuse me, how them as coaches have influenced basically the NFL as a whole. And it, it traces, you know, how these two coaches um, basically have, have touched almost every other NFL head coach that's out there. Yeah, and and it's it's just kind of interesting how people are connected, and and I'm 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 going to try to watch that. I think it'll be interesting. They're going to have uh, players from old, you know, from both teams, and 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 there there was a huge issue going on between these two way back when, you know, because Parcells, you know, um, had been the head coach, and Bill Belichick had been one of his assistant coaches. And uh, you know he was he was his his mentor, but then some you know something happened and and these two <laughs> got pretty angry with each other and you know the things things are much better now but you know I I I, I you you got you got to give some respect to these guys you know because they're 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 who who's made what what a lot of a lot of the the coaches are today. Well, they're good coaches, and everybody that they had assisted on these down became good coaches. So, I mean, you know, they've been in the league for a while. They won, uh, winning coaches. Everybody respect them. So, you know, they got a lot of coaches that said the NFL down as head coaches that was assistant coach on around. So that looks good for them, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Belichick's still playing. I mean, Bill Parcells retired. I mean, he had the Giants and. You know, so I mean, it's a good core for them, you know, to look at that and say who who they brought in to meet them as assistants, and you know how those two turn out. So, I mean, it should be good, good thirty thirty. You know, I don't watch those shows, but I think you know 
looking at those two and what they brought along in the NFL, you know, um, for the times that, you know, they had, you know, the coaches there, most of them are getting older and getting out, but, you know, they brought along a lot of coaches that won Super Bowl, so. Right. But there, there's still a lot of influence out there that they that they hold, so that's 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 a good thing. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be watching it. I'll let you know. I'll let you know what's about. Tell you that you should go watch it probably. Nah, I'll watch the Law and Order. <laughs> we know we we know what you like. So, all right. Well, so it's it's been another good week. Um, you're heading off to Minnesota here in a day or two. You'll be back, and so next Wednesday we'll talk a little bit about your experience, what what you know, what all happened at the Super Bowl, what a great time you had, and uh, what all experiences you you went through. Yeah, it'll be fun just to get there and see old guys, old teammates. I look forward to hearing about it, and hopefully you'll you know be able to find some some people that want to be on the show, and we'll be able to uh, talk to them. So. It's a good time for all. Yes, it is. All right. Well, you be safe. Have a good time, and uh, I'll talk to you then next week. Sounds good. All right. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, Again, uh, congratulations on winning uh, the Super Bowl tickets, and uh, we'll get in contact with you, get everything set up, and we'll have you on in, uh, what, what was her name again, James? Sierra Crawford. Sierra. Yeah, so Sierra, we'll get in contact with you, and then we'll have you on in two weeks. We'll uh, talk about your experience. Everyone have a great week. We'll be back next Wednesday. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.